I'm very excited tonight. Does that have to do with your sweatshirt? <laughs> it does. <laughs> Just There's no camera on, so they cannot see that you are wearing a Providence sweatshirt, but you do wear it a lot, so they're used to seeing it. Okay. <laughs> so they, they can picture it. It's not what I'm excited about, that I'm wearing a sweatshirt. No, I said it has to do with your sweatshirt. I said that. I said it has to do with your sweatshirt, because <laughs> I came down, and you were watching a particular game. That's right. Now, let me guess. Did they win? Yes. You know they won. I wasn't paying any attention. You, you do realize well, that. I, I was very excited and happy. You did scream, and I jumped from the top of the oh, stairs. The, the play. Almost that, fell down the stairs. The Providence went from a, a, the winning layup for Xavier that went in and out to with six seconds left to running up the court and hitting a three-pointer. To win the game? To, to win the game. Wow, that is exciting. Big road win. Seventeen and two, seven and one in the Big East. Very exciting. Best start in school history in the Big East. Really? Yes. That's exciting. All right, to like nobody Alma else who mater. listens. Maybe a couple people, but you never know. Go Providence. <laughs> that's it. That's all you had. Oh, that's nice. No, and then I was going to say, and with with good things come sometimes come bad things. You know, the blizzard of twenty twenty two is coming. You just said to me today that they're saying the storm is going to move and we might then, not get anything read, over here. Then I read. So which is it? Then Two I read. Feet, well, like, listen. 40 inches. Literally this afternoon, like three o'clock, they were saying some areas, including where we are, potentially two to three feet of snow. Two to three feet okay. of snow. And then we'll probably around have three inches. five o'clock or 530, something like that. The models, the weather models came out hunting the storm out basically into the ocean and where we'd only get maybe maybe six inches of snow. But I read somebody who said that the, everybody was agreeing the models were messed up. That Sometimes that happens. The computers don't do their job well. So tonight will be a big deal. Tonight will be a big deal? Well, because they'll see if the models correct themselves or or is it real? Did they, are they getting it right? It's just going to go out to sea. So this this apparent storm is supposed to happen Saturday morning now, or what? And they're still saying like Friday night through throughout Saturday, like later Friday night, overnight. Overnight on Friday. Throughout Saturday though. Okay, Saturday's the big day. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. Maybe it won't. Maybe we'll just maybe we'll just go out to see. It does happen a lot over here. So I'll go out tomorrow and get some milk and bread. <laughs> 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 I think I gave you a much longer list it's than milk and bread. It's a very long bread. list. I, I, I did. I gonna... suggested to you that you take a child so that you can have two carriages because was... it's not a one carriage shopping that I sent you for. It's going to be a big shopping. So when I went to BJ's last, I took a flatbed. Truck? No. Well, that would have been great because I probably would have fit more groceries. A flatbed. Uh -oh. um, is that our son? Okay. We still we have time. We have time before we have to pick him up. Okay. Um, I took a flat bed carriage, if that's what you call it, and um, I filled that thing like I had balancing act happening on there. And I actually took a picture of it to send to my friend because she was just laughing. I was talking on the phone to her and I said, you got to see how ridiculous I look right now because I usually go to BJ's with a second person 
for the explicit reason of having another carriage because it's just too much. Everything's too big. Everything's too big to fit in a carriage. If I needed toilet paper, which I did, it's just... I need like a mega cart. It's not easy shopping for 12 people, 10 people. How many people I are can't in this do house? Well, I'm so cats. confused. I was counting the cats. Uh, is that what you're doing? Because I, I did put cat food on your list. Yeah. <laughs> clearly one cat isn't happy with the Well, whenever I go tomorrow. Picked I, over selection. I will take somebody with me. It's probably a good idea. To assist me. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Take an assist. Call, call in and assist. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so maybe it'll be a big storm. Maybe it won't. My biggest, I, I don't mind sitting at home and watching a storm. My biggest fear is always the power going out because we do. That's your biggest fear. Yeah. My biggest fear? What? Shoveling. Snow removal. Is it I scary hate, for you? I hate it. In my old age, it should be. You're, every single step, every single shovel could be the end. Guys my age, it happens all the time really yeah really there's guys always like every big storm there's always a story old. of a guy dropping dead from shoveling though, yeah absolutely years old i'm over the hill i don't i just don't think there are stories like that in the news like you, happening all the time you know like i'm just gonna saying. i will find them yeah i would like to see that i don't think you're gonna be one of them <laughs> you're, nice. you're in well no i wouldn't like <laughs> to see it i'd like to see you find it is what i'd like to. i don't think it's gonna happen i don't want to see people dying That's from sad. shoveling i know it happens but it usually happens to Elderly men. <laughs> yes. Yes. Forty-eight. Not elderly. Borderline AARP, baby. Fine. You're getting close, but you're not there yet. I'm not joining that group. And it's you a liberal are. Group. And you are in good shape. So a little shoveling is gonna put you under. I mean, come on. I'd rather just be sitting, looking at the snow. Well, that's what I like. That is what I like about snowstorms. Mocking people who are shoveling. I don't mock anyone who's mm. shoveling. I say, good job. I have hot chocolate for you. Oh. Hey, I've done my fair share of shoveling. I just, last year I shoveled. Part of my problem is I don't have snow pants and I never had good snow boots. Now this year I bought myself a good pair of snow boots with fur lining, very warm and comfy. And I could. And they'll be they'll be nice and toasty inside the house. Actually, they'd be cold because they're in the they're in the sunroom, <laughs> which is freezing cold and not insulated. But I mean, I can help if I if the if help is needed, I can help. But we do have four teenage ish kids, three teenagers and one pre almost teen that are fully capable. So yeah, why we'll should I go out there if we have able bodies who actually enjoy being in the snow? Sorry, they're hurting me. So, yeah, if we lose power, it stinks because we don't have water because we have a well that runs on electricity and we don't water. have a generator. It's not a big deal. So it's kind of a big deal, though, with flushing toilets and things. It can stink. No, if we, we don't, fill a bathtub. and If we don't have a bathtub filled. But we will. Our bathtub is filled with the old oh, no. shower possibly move that out of there. door that I ripped off one day. Yeah, that's not that hot to remove. Okay, well, remove it then. You have two days. Okay. How exciting is this? They're listening to us talk about our potential blizzard planning. I'm sure they're blizzard planning, too, if they live around here. They're not recording it. They don't have a podcast. <laughs> Get your own podcast. <laughs> if they want to record their blizzard planning, they, could do they that. can. That's true. Like, we have a right. World. What do you want to talk about? This is banter. What else are we supposed to talk about? I don't know. I don't know. We're done with banter. Welcome <laughs> to another episode of Raising Eight. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. And our topic for tonight, today, 
Tomorrow. Tomorrow. This morning. This morning. Yesterday. All day. It's your topic. Announce it. Oh, no, no, so I, that's, no, I this meant is like, not going to go well. I meant, I meant announce it is what I meant. It's my topic. So I'm the only one thinking of topics right now. <laughs> so they now they belong to me. Even that's though not it's what it is. Podcast, I just, I know that you my were. my topic. That's, I think you're, I think this is, nope. I don't think you have to be that hostile towards me. I am going to be hostile. You don't need to be. I, was I just, don't have to be, but I can be. I was just welcoming you to introduce the topic. Well, you it's not how you said it. You it's didn't w- say you didn't welcome it. You said it's your topic. I didn't like, say you it. You couldn't even say I the topic. I didn't say it in a mean way. No, but you were just putting it at me like it belongs to me. I'm just trying I, to brainstorm topics I, we should talk about. That's I'm, all. I'm not against the topic. You're, you're you're being far more upset about this than I think you need to be right now. Mm. I just was literally just saying it's your topic. So why don't you introduce it? There was no ill my will topic. on my part at all. Mm-hmm. So what's the topic? My topic, you mean? The topic. No, my topic. My topic that I'm going to talk about today is... Friendship. Or lack of. <laughs> hope, I hope you find some new friends. I, I have plenty of friends. <laughs> you do a podcast And they're with, really you, nice you, people. You can do a podcast they're with them. They're nice people. <laughs> I don't believe it's friendship for us. No, it's not. Very good. What is the topic? What are we talking about today? Lack of friendship on this podcast. <laughs> that You know what? Let's switch the topic. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the lack of charity on this podcast. That's terrible. No, we are not going to continue fighting. We will switch switch to That's our probably topic. far more entertaining for them <laughs> than the blizzard talk. So we should just we should just strike up a fight at the it's beginning of every podcast and just fight. That sounds it's so life-giving podcast place. and helpful for all our listeners. Might be <sighs> and then they can just see what not to do. So friendship for our children. What are you whacking? Your phone, because it's our son again. 30 minutes. Well, we got got our time limit. (laughs) (laughs) The time limit is on. So it's really important for our kids to have good friends and good friendships. But especially today, and this is why this topic kind of came to my mind was in light of the current culture that we are living in. We are living in, in in most places, but not all places, because some states are back to a normal where people can see faces and people are actually gathering together and things of that nature. But in New England, particularly, we are still living in this pandemic type culture where faces are covered and especially for kids in schools and sports our kids participate in the school sports so that they are still masked when they are in school functions and things like that in the sports and there's a lot of isolation that's happening with teenagers i mean it's a little better now probably but for a while They weren't even allowed to see their friends. And New England winters are particularly hard anyways. People that live in the South 
have such a different experience because they're not isolated in houses for long periods of time because it's so frigid out that your, you know, face freezes if you're out there too long. I was going to say you like your like your nose hair or something, but that didn't really make any sense. I suppose your nose hair could freeze, but I mean, kids play outside in cold weather. Yeah, but still, people don't really see each other as much. So, in the last couple of like the last week or two, I've had multiple conversations with multiple friends in very different situations, but similar in that a in light of just New England winter, their kids themselves are very isolated and they're struggling with that. And a lot of people in New England struggle with depression. And partly that's because we have these long winters and you're kind of stuck and you can't really do much. Um, But also just the idea of the pandemic and things that kids were participating in are now it's a very different, different look to them or different feel to them and less conducive to building friendship. And how important it is now more than ever, I think, to help our kids have good relationships. We are meant to be in relationship as human beings and we're meant to be in community and to have community. And that's really important for our children as well as for adults. Indeed. I think kids have gotten the short end of the stick, especially in this last year of whatever this thing is anymore. But I think people have been way too free to mask them up, isolate them, lock them down, whatever it is. And the the numbers on depression, suicide, et cetera, drug use, addiction, especially among teenagers and even younger kids is up, skyrocketed. And so part of that is, as you said, isolation. I think it was, Excuse me. I think beyond just like the winters and COVID stuff like that, I just think also it's just a generational thing. It's just a, it's not granted. We live like in the middle of farmland, but even when we didn't, it just ain't. Hey, don't forget, not as many kids out there. That's a fact. There's like there's just it, when I grew up, there were tons of kids around us, tons of kids around us all the time. Not just in the school in the neighborhood. Mm. Same. So it was just easier, you know. And the other thing that was different, I think, was the amount of families that truly were active in parish life mm-hmm. um, was significant. And so you just met – it was just so many opportunities to meet kids outside of school. And kids of, you know, like family situations because part of it is – Yes, we need friendship, but we also we need to help our children develop good friendships that are grounded in faith. Yeah. And that is more and more challenging because, like you said, the culture, even in the churches, is less and less people attending, less and less people participating in things. And there was a benefit when for us when we grew up, you know, New England's, fam- you know, we have so many churches, right? There were churches basically on every, you know, cool. in every neighborhood, yeah, if you will, of mm-hmm. Catholic cities. And that was certainly was the case for me and having a, a church literally across the parking lot. But that whole neighborhood was basically, you know, centered in on St. Agatha's Parish. And so the kids went to the same schools. We went to the same church. We lived in the same neighborhood. We played in the same sports teams. There was just all these connections, 
that I don't think are natural anymore to most places and most neighborhoods anymore. It just doesn't. And like, and you know, CYO for better or for worse, that was a real big thing, and most people were active in it. Mm-hmm. If they were Catholic, you were you had some type of connection to it. So, yeah, it's not as where all these things were just built in, baked in, if you will, to our childhood. Mm-hmm. That's just simply that hasn't been the case for even for those folks who have tried to hang on to that stuff. It's just not it's not real. And it's in my case, certainly not in numbers, I, right? Not yeah. in numbers. And and in different areas of the country, I'm sure there's a different experience of that. Different communities, different neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's true. I mean, we're only speaking to our we're reality. Really only speaking to New England does have a very particular reality, and because there are so many churches around, so that does make a difference. There are so many churches around, and people are spread out at those different churches, whereas it used to be big neighborhoods, all kind of everybody in that neighborhood went to this particular church. That does and doesn't happen nowadays. And like where we live, we the church we attend, even though it's only 10 minutes away, it draws people from multiple towns and multiple areas. And you're not in a neighborhood where you've got, oh, all these kids are going to the same school. They're not. They're, they're yeah, going I mean, to a whole bunch of different schools, we're too. Gonna, we're going to see more of that, too, and I, with, with churches are merging, and I'm sure more churches will close, et cetera, because of the lack of families who are practicing. But um, I think the other piece of it is neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Just do, you know, they don't, they're not as, they're not the norm anymore. Like right. Neighborhoods with children and plenty of children right. who can naturally just, just play together, play in people's yards like they used to. And now it's all kind of manufactured, right? Playtime. Because it's definitely, you have to be in rec league, rec league, rec league, rec league, rec league. And, um, whereas we would go play sports, but we'd play in the parking lot or in the backyard of somebody's home, mm-hmm. and and you didn't just have you didn't necessarily just had your three friends. You know, I remember we had lots of friends, and so you know there was almost like a rotation of who was hanging around with who at any given time, and all the groups of friends knew each other. And for better, you know, sometimes there was the typical childhood angst that played out, but played out, and you played out. In a healthy way, I think, and people just got over it and moved on. And yeah, I don't know. So, so the question is, how do we help kids today mm-hmm. um, in whatever situation we're in? Because we're probably in most families are probably in a very similar situation today, especially Catholic Christian families. How do we help our kids to navigate these fields and and figure out and grow and develop friendships? I think. I think. Having open communication, especially as we're talking about the older children, especially, but even the younger children starting young, if they are in school, talking to them about the different relationships they're forming and, oh, tell me about so-and-so and actually having real conversations about about kids and then who are we choosing to let our kids spend time with outside of school or outside of the sports or, or what have you and kind of knowing. I had this thought the other day of – and I, we've probably talked about this before, but just like the idea of when we did live in a very different time and people that I hung out with, I can remember, like my parents didn't know their parents. You know, it was just kind of that's just kind of the way it went. You just hmm. you went over there. There were the regular kids that I hung around with that my parents knew their parents well, like the ones I spent the most time with. But then there'd be parties at like in elementary school, like and you just were over somebody's house and 
to my knowledge, they weren't people my parents were friends with or that vetted. Things happen. I would have to call to come home because Ouija boards were taken out and things of that nature. What kind of world did you grow up in? A normal world. I, my parents knew all the people that all the... You also lived in a different neighborhood. You lived, you just said, you just described your childhood. That was not my childhood. Hmm. I did not live in the neighborhood where everybody went to the same... Yes, there were a lot of people that went to the same name. church, but it wasn't... Right. Yes. You lived in chairs, basically. <laughs> so but even still, there were just the realities of things that happen. And that still happens today. We don't always know people. And so it's important to get to know the families that we're mm -hmm. entrusting our children to or that we're not going to entrust our children to. Like, oh, well, I don't think. How about you come play over here? And there's a, you have a chance now to be monitoring a situation especially if you know there's a there's might be a situation like a home situation that's not good and you don't really want your child over there in that type of situation but being aware as parents what kind of people our kids are being exposed to and what kind of friendships they're developing and helping them by having conversations about what kind of friends we want to have you know friends that are honest and friends with integrity and just helping them navigate it. And then as they get older, you know, helping, I think helping our teens to also be a light to their friends is really important. And not every teen is going to be, you know, this oh, standing on a soapbox evangelizing, which probably most are not going to do that, but just helping them by good lead by good example. So, okay, your friends might be dropping the F-bomb or something around you, and you're not going to do that because that's mm -hmm. not what you do. And being and maybe saying, hey, you know, watch your mouth, <laughs> you know, or mm -hmm. something to that effect, but encouraging them to be strong enough to do that and to be an example to friends because they're not going to – sure, they're not going to have uh, every kid who's going and practicing their faith. And, yes, they need to have those types of friends that we ha kind of handpick sometimes through childhood for them – but then there are going to be other kids that come in their life and... Oh, I mean, yeah, they, that's part of growing up. We need to let them right. slowly but surely begin to leave the nest, if you will, but hopefully with solid guidance on our part to, you know, when you do encounter people who are who don't live lives or acquaintances or, you know, um, coworkers or whatever, you don't have to just simply bow down to the... To their world, if you will, or their worldview, is if I try to find ways, God will give you the grace and give you kind of the guidance to find ways of bringing light into those people's worlds. Mm -hmm. And um, and we, our kids have experienced, certainly experienced that, our older ones through their sports teams, mm -hmm. and having to navigate that that world. Um, but I also think it's important. So that is important then it's also important to make sure they have good, solid friendships with kids of the faith. Mm -hmm. And that can only be done by, I mean, it's helpful if we have good, solid friends in the faith, you know, and, and then if our friends have children, then that naturally can happen. But through connecting to the church, that's, you know, that's where we find those good, solid friendships. Yeah. But one of the struggles has been we... We live far away from some of those friends, especially for our older kids mm -hmm. who are of their age. Right. So that's a ma major obstacle. And that has been a struggle for us, you know, seeing maybe some of our friends once or twice a year, um, you know, and, for, you know, one of 
one of our good friends um, who lives a little over an hour away, and we just don't get to see them all that often. We're actually kids have been begging, um, when are we going to see them? When are we going to see them? So we really need to get on that. But life has been crazy with Christmas and, you know, New Year and everything else. And January's kind of been nuts. But but making that intentional effort to foster those friendships that are good and wholesome and they're trying to help each other be holy. And that's that's hard to find even just one good friend like that. But that's that's really so important just that our children have one good solid friend. If more than that, great. But one good solid friend that they know shares the faith. And, you know, then they're going to have lots of acquaintances and friends that don't. But that's important. Yes, it is. I don't know why you're just staring at me like that. I, I didn't. I'm about to unfriend you. <laughs> wow. That's really nice. Oh, good. This is going <laughs> to. Let's, let's end the way we started. <laughs> great. That's what I was looking forward to. Oh, great. <laughs> well, you're just staring at me, but I was done talking. So okay. are you going to, are you going to talk? Or? Well, I'm just thinking, I, you know, you brought this up like a couple of weeks. Well, we talked about this, this without thinking it was going to be a podcast topic a couple of weeks ago, something like that. And just like being us being aware and parents being aware of the need of children to have friendship and mm-hmm. and navigating and and making that a priority and just trying to even if you're living in a rural area and you're trying to connect your kids to Catholic friends or you can't see the good Catholic friends, but making effort and making it a priority and helping to make that happen because they need that. Mm-hmm. And listen, technology helps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, our kids talk to some of their good friends via via um, texting and stuff like that, and so it does help. And being able to FaceTime or Google Hangout, whatever it is, helps. It helps to bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's on us parents to to work hard to make sure that they've got those connections. And you know, obviously, I don't care if you're extroverted or introverted. Everybody needs friends, mm-hmm. and that's the other thing. So I like what you said earlier. You know, you don't need twenty friends. No. You know, and we're blessed. Our, we've talked about this in the past on the past on this podcast is that our kids generally get along. There's obviously a lot of us in the house. Nobody's really ever alone in the house. Yeah. yeah. And that certainly helps. Um, and of course, in families where they may only have one or two kids, you know, that, you know, just be aware of that, that if they don't have those connections in with friends, that's something that especially over these last six, seven, well, what is it now? 24 months. Um to check that and to make sure that we're paying attention to our kids, uh, the healthiness of their friendships. And I do think talking about technology that what what has been a tendency for so many, I would say teenagers, but then it even starts way younger than that is so much time on technology and not like we grew up and like yeah, probably I mean, all of our other, listeners grew up without technology. So we really had limited technology as children. And so we really, really just had relationships, like real relationships. And I I do think real relationships have been substituted or thwarted, if you will, by technology because there's this connection that people can feel with technology but it's not a person. Well, so, no, but I think it. But I think it's helped. No, I no, I'm not. That's, that's not. I'm not I was talking making. about. I'm not. I was just going off of what you were talking about. Right. I'm not saying we shouldn't let our kids have technology to keep in touch with their real friends. Who, but there's a world of like fake 
like a fake world, social media world, where they're experiencing what feels like relationship, mm -hmm. but isn't isn't real relationship. Right, right. And I think if that's different, like social media is a whole different beast than just communicating with a real friend that you have via texting or via, you know, Zoom or whatever you're doing, connect, connecting with a real person and then or living in this kind of fake reality, which so many kids, adults, kids, teens live in this social media type of reality where they they're feeling connected, but really it's an empty connection. Because yeah. it's not a real, it's not real people that you're connecting. No, with. I think I think artificial connection can exist that way, and I think it also can exist when we hyper-program our kids' lives. Yes. Because again, how you how are you having deep, developing, real, lasting relationships when you're always on the go, 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 go? Uh, if you've seen the same kid on the sports team over and over and over again, all you're doing is running plays, and, and again, you may be friends, but it's manufactured, right? It's artificial in the sense that it's constantly being. We're going from one thing to another to another under the schedule. So, yeah, I feel I feel for kids today because I think again, this is probably not the way it is any everywhere. Mm. But I think um, in our hyper mobile or well, in the last couple of years, locked, hyper lockdown and <laughs> lack of mobility, maxed masked up society. Either way, what it does is just it creates it creates um, divides, if you will, and, and chasms between human beings. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, kids have been the ones who have suffered the most in that. So it's exactly. just something to pay attention to and work hard at. And again, it's on parents to help, as you were saying earlier, to really kind of set the tone and really make it a priority, both not just making sure kids have meaningful friendships, but also friendships ideally with kids who will help them to grow in holiness. Mm -hmm. Again, this is not, as you said, not to box out kids who don't no. have faith. No. Our job is to be out in the world to evangelize, but we all need that one, at least that one good friend that we can walk with in life exactly. who keeps us on the path towards the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise the oh, kids with the Lord, I guess, will be, will get led away. That's just fact. Yeah. They will get led away from the faith if they don't have a, so a solid friend that they can share with about their journey of faith. It's just, it's fact. And so many kids go away to college and they don't get connected. I was just talking to one of the kid's friends who's a senior and she's going to be going away to college. And I said to her, you know, have you looked into the Newman Center? I'm sure there's a Newman Center on campus. Or, or have you looked into a Catholic group? Most secular schools have a Catholic group. And she said, I think I did hear something about a Catholic group. She said, That's a good idea. I said, trust me. When I tell you, you are going to want to connect with those people in order to stay grounded in your faith. It's mm -hmm. going to be very, very difficult to stay grounded in your faith unless you're connected. And that's just, it starts young. It starts young. Just keep, we need community. It's the way we started this topic is that we are built for community. We're built for relationship. And if we don't have that, we're not going to succeed. We're going to end up straying off the path of faith and we need good people to keep us on the path. Well said. Thank you. Thank your, you your very topic, much. Your topic was great. My topic, I don't know if it was great, but it was one that was on our hearts. So my heart and then yours too, even though it was my You're always topic. on my heart. You were always on my mind. <laughs> you were always on my mind <laughs> in my heart. <laughs>
Well, All right. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, listen, um, the other thing is uh, two other things. Um, uh, we started our, today we released at, I don't know, some people might be watching the video first or listening to the second, but we, we are finally starting our <clears throat> weekly videos on the upcoming Sunday gospel where we just take time to reflect on the gospel and just talk about ways that we can discuss uh, what's in the gospel with our children. So that's kicked off. And um, we, by the time this is released, we will probably, well, not, within a few hours, we will have decided the name of that series. But anyway, check out the video series. You can check that. It'll be available both at the Facebook page, at our YouTube channel, on the website, raising8.net, also raising8 at the on Facebook. Number eight. And raising8. Yes, that's a good point. Raising eight. eight on YouTube. So go check and follow any of those and or all of those platforms. And you can get that that series each week. Um, and then the other thing is we've decided to postpone our idea of having a live Raising Eight show. I know you're all disappointed about that because all... Cancel your flights. Yeah, cancel your flights, your hotel rooms. <laughs> we will do something. But we're going to punt it. Things are just a little too crazy right now in life. And so we decided instead of trying to squeeze it in and nobody show up. You wanted to squeeze it in before Lent. That's I was trying to do that. Why. But then, you know, like as the blizzard, the potential blizzard this weekend reminds you know. us, we're also not in the greatest weather t- no. time of the year. So spring. Or summer even. We'll just punt it some other time of the year where people- yeah. Maybe we can even have it out. Who knows? I'm not going to make any plans. Anyways, we're postponing plans. it. Don't make plans. But our hope is still to have something at some point, but mm-hmm. later on in the year. So I wanted to make that announcement as well. Wow. Great announcing. Thank you. Really nice pronunciation. Thank you all for joining us for another episode of Raising It. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. Have a great weekend, week, month, year. Wow. You don't want them to listen again? You just, just want to wish them a great... Just in case they don't. Oh, we got another five-star review. By the way. Oh. And, and if you are still listening at this point, <laughs> before we completely end, go go give us a review if you like us. Just It just helps other people when they're looking around That's true. to say, oh, well, they have some pretty decent reviews. I'll check them out. So, if you hate us, just move along. These people fight. Just move along. Very entertaining. We fight live. Well, we're not live for you, but we're live for us. Unedited. Unedited people. You get the Levines as they are. This is us. People who know us are friends. We do need to watch And our friends (laughs) know that's us. Anyways, so give us a review. Thanks so much, and God bless. See ya.